Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Champion Hope Podcast. I'm your host and guide, Lance Howard. You can find everything you need at championhope.com. I have included a few resources that you can quickly download and get moving on your way if you're like me and you want some quick wins. I would encourage you to get the Champion Husband course and the Jumpstart ebook. Uh, both of those resources you can download for free and get started today at championhope.com. I want to bring you uh, a quick thought and hope you find this encouraging for you today. I specifically use this phrase often, and it's not my personal phrase. It came from a professor when I was working on my marriage and family therapy degree years ago in Las Vegas, Nevada. He would often say, people want you to do it to them, for them, but don't make them do it. Do it to me, do it for me, but don't make me do it. Meaning in this seat that I have the opportunity to sit in as a coach and as a guide, I can help you examine your beliefs, desires, and motives. But at the end of the day, you're the one responsible for making the change in your beliefs, desires, and motives that are going to move you in a new direction. What does this mean? Do it to me, do it for me, but don't make me do it. You see, you didn't end up where you are today on accident. You have created the exact life that you are currently living. You could be 25 pounds overweight. You could be living in a dark secret that nobody knows about. You could be binge eating at night. You could be desiring to make a larger profit this next month and you have no idea how you're going to get there. And more often than not, we want a shortcut in our leadership growth. We want a shortcut in our relationship growth. And this leads us to this mindset of to do it to me, do it for me, but don't make me do it. Your profits can grow, you can lose weight, and you can overcome the addiction. But you have to be the one willing to do the work of overcoming your beliefs, values, motives, desires that have got you to the place where you are today. You are in this same place because you have created the current life you are now living. No one else. You can't blame it on your wife. You can't blame it on your coworkers. You can't blame it on your kids. Your current circumstances are there by the choices you have made. So you got to make new choices. You got to be willing to examine the beliefs and the meanings that you've attached to the things and the choices that you do. You've got to be willing to examine your desires and are those desires and the decisions of those desires moving in the right direction. What are your values? Do you need to realign your values with an aspirational identity? Because I believe that one of the primary things that we have to do 
if we're going to champion hope in ourselves and champion hope in others is that we have to be willing to seek a pathway of dissent. We have to be willing to seek a pathway of suffering. We have to be willing to seek a pathway of going to the places that are hard. Because you see, suffering is the pathway to growth. Pain is the pathway to the new heights. So you don't lose weight by doing the same things that you've always done. You don't overcome an addiction by doing the same things you've always done. You don't grow larger profits by doing the same things you've always done. You've got to be willing to change your beliefs. And this is why scripture is so important is that we take our thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. We take our thoughts captive and surrender them to Christ. Be transformed in your mind. You've got to move your mind into your beliefs, into your actions. And so what does all this mean? Are you willing to seek a little short-term suffering for long-term growth? Are you willing to abstain from something for 30 days in order to have a long-term reward? Are you willing to delay short-term gratification for long-term growth? In our consumeristic pleasure-seeking culture, this is probably one of the primary things that is not producing the fruit in our lives that we desire because we keep seeking the pathway of pleasure and comfort versus the pathway of pain. And the pathway of pain is choosing to do hard things that leads to growth. And this also means that we have to be willing to put ourselves under training, both physical training, emotional training, relational training, but above all things, we have to put ourselves in spiritual training as well. We put our hope in the living God. And on this Easter weekend that we all celebrate, many of us celebrate, we are choosing to put our hope in the same pathway, the descending pathway, the suffering pathway of our Savior, Lord, Messiah, that took on a cross and on the third day, he rose again. You see, the pathway to the life that you want is the pathway of descending. Do it to me, do it for me, but don't make me do it. It's not going to lead you to the full life that God desires for you. So what are you willing to do? What are you willing to change? Are you willing to examine your beliefs, desires, motives? Are you willing to choose a pathway of suffering that shapes your character and that builds endurance that leads you on a pathway of hope? And as this hope forms and shapes us into the image of our resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. If you have found this meaningful or helpful to you today, 
Would you please like, subscribe, share this with a friend? There's someone in your life that needs to hear a hope-giving message that they're not a victim of their circumstances. In fact, we have been given the ability to change and to be transformed by the renewal of our mind and the choosing of our actions, the choosings of our behavior of a new direction that we desire to move in. Who's that friend? Would you send this to them and encourage them today to take a pathway of descent as that descent actually leads them into the destination that God has designed for them? Peace and courage to you on this journey. Look forward to seeing you on the other side.